Welcome to Two Watchmen and a Lady, a Watchmen podcast by DweebThePeople.com. I'm Steven. I'm Randy. I'm Dean. And today we're talking about Watchmen, Season 1, Episode 9, See How They Fly. Turns out, Blue Dong's still hot. And don't forget to kill all the racists. And now it's time to Dweeb the People. Welcome to Two Watchmen and a Lady, Watchmen podcast by DweebThePeople.com. If you like this podcast, and share it with your friends. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at DweebThePeople. You can find Steven on Twitter at DweebSteven. You can find Randy on Twitter at CasualChinos. And you can find D on Twitter at DweebDPants. Um, a little housekeeping up front this week. Um, this will be the last episode of this season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Remember to uh, subscribe so when something does come up, you will get notified. Um, there will be something. We watch a lot of television. Yeah, and sometimes uh, we post this Watchmen podcast on our main podcast as well, the Dweeb the People podcast. Uh, so search for Dweeb the People, find that podcast, and it has all of our podcasts in there. So Watchmen, um, you know, Preacher, or something. we'll do movies, maybe we'll talk about the new Star Wars, I don't know. Mm. You want to know spoilers? On Star Wars? Yeah. Nope. Oh, okay. Never mind. Unless it's Disney World spoilers for Star Wars. I don't understand what that means. How fun are the rides? Oh, no, mm. I was going to tell you what happens in... Yeah, I'm not into that. Oh, okay. Well, but if you want to tell me how fun the rides are at Disneyland <laughs> or Disney World, they're you can spoil I'm that. I'm sure they're great. Okay. So, yeah, follow that main podcast and... Uh, if we post something that's not Watchmen related, you will still get that. Sometimes I just like to get on there when these two aren't around and just talk. I'm sure people find that very interesting. <laughs> I don't do that. That's my other podcast. The talkie. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, season finale. Shall we get into it? Let's do it. I hope neither one of you take the one I want to talk about. Uh-oh. Do you go first? Uh, so I guess she I was, goes first every week. I do. <laughs> well, the I only have, consistency we have. <laughs> We're consistently bad. It's That's true. true. I have a lot of notes, so I didn't know where to start. That's good. Um, yeah. So I guess we can start with we found out who. True's Lady True's parents are ah yes um, confirmed yes it was confirmed that Vite is her dad even though he didn't know that um, and that's a really interesting way to get yourself pregnant um, <laughs> isn't that just kind of a common method that they do like I turkey mean, baster kind of thing uh, I, I, I guess don't, I don't know that that's an actual <laughs> clinical method. <laughs> Stealing it and putting it in well, hand sanitizer. Well, yeah, stealing it, yeah, <laughs> sure. But like, if you go to a fertility clinic and they were to insert the same sort of thing, wouldn't it be that method? 
I mean, they probably wouldn't go, if you vibe. <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> that sounds. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Sounds very unscientific. <laughs> Excuse us while we get this turkey baster. I think for in vitro, don't they harvest the egg and then they put the egg and the sperm together outside of the body and then reinsert? Man, I don't know. I no, mean, let's, let's roll with the turkey baster theory for right now. Okay. <laughs> It would have to be a medical grade turkey baster, right? It would be called a jerky baster. Ah, because <laughs> you jerk it oh. in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, got it. Uh, so yes, what were you talking about before you sidetracked us? Uh, Lady Tree's parents. Ah, yes, the house cleaner mm-hmm. invite. Yes, unconsensual. Yes. Yeah, is that? I guess that's wrong, right? Yes. Sure, that's illegal. Well, why why did he have so much of his sperm back there to begin with? He oh. thinks he's the smartest man of all time. He wants to, you know, be able to probably clone himself in the future. He may not be able to do it at that time. I don't know. Or if he decided the best route for the world was to have a bunch of little vites running around. <laughs> there you go. All right. I mean. Sure, to each his own. Well, we don't know how many there were. There was like, a lot. Like a case. <laughs> like 32. And like a whole refrigerator full. Could have been one session for all we know. Uh, <laughs> wow, good for him. <laughs> Open all the vials! <laughs> very virile man, then. Yeah, and he kept it locked up. You would think people just probably wouldn't want to break in and steal that stuff. Well, if you're the smartest man alive and a raging narcissist. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so it's cool. I liked how he, uh, I assume the people that were helping him and cleaning his palace didn't speak English um, because otherwise he'd be revealing his plan to all these people. So it's kind of smart to only hire people who can't understand you so that you can, I guess, have him run the cam- camera and all of the guy with the, uh, the cue cards, he would have to know when to turn them, right? So he, you would think he'd have to know it, unless Vite's just like, all right, when I wink, that means, and I'm understanding people can't hear me wink, uh, when I wink, you, you turn the card. Can you imagine the fees for getting people in and out of there? Oh, man. Probably pretty crazy. He's pretty rich, though. That's true. She asked for $42 billion. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, and you she would you would think she'd go in there doing her research too, knowing that he could handle that kind of payout. I can't make that in a lifetime. <laughs> Maybe you can't. <laughs> if I were to start from nothing like that, I'd be living on the street. <laughs> uh, my bootstraps are too slippery, uh, Randy. <laughs> oh boy, I guess could get to um ozymandias uh-huh so in the scene where he she lady true reveals that she is his daughter she lets it slip that she's she thinks dr manhattan is on europa and she's got a satellite going across at exactly five years whatever date so pretty much ozzy was just biding his time until he knew that satellite was going to cross and then he was just waiting for her to show up that's pretty cool all right yeah First, that he just remembered that because she gave him the exact time. Yeah. Um, 
and I guess if you're as smart as he is, uh, you pretty much have a photographic memory, I would think. Or I think we can assume he does. Since not only did he remember <laughs> the time that she said, but he also had to count back to when she said it and then subtract that from the overall time. You already lost me. He did math. <laughs> I can't do math. You, you know what else he did? I mean, he had to put all those bodies up there intentionally. Like, he killed all of those crookshanks <laughs> and what's not to create the sign. Like, daughter is so long. Yeah. <laughs> but that was probably the only way. Yeah. I mean, she may have done it anyways, but to guarantee her coming to get him, he was like, man, I got to call her daughter. But it was kind of sweet, though. No. But. <laughs> In bodies? I thought it was sweet. Well, no, the only but the only reason he did it was because yeah, he was he didn't say it out of like we're watching some sappy Christmas movie and throughout all the hijinks he comes to realize he loves this daughter he never knew before like an elf. Like no, he said this because she's got the means to get me off this planet. I need yeah. to. I, I choose to believe it's a little a bit of both. Why he knew her for like 5 seconds. I know, but he told he basically told her to go f off and said, "No, you start from nothing and then, you know, build up your own stuff." And then, you know, he sees the satellite floating ahead after he finishes spelling out "Save me daughter" and he's got mad respect for her, I think. And no, he no. knew that the satellite was going before that. I know that, but he didn't know for sure it would make it because he, she very well could be on the street like we would be if we started from nothing. But she clearly made it, and the, it happened exactly how she uh, said it would. Okay. Yeah. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to have to watch that part again. I think he loves her. Nah, probably not. <laughs> All right, neither one of you took mine, so I'm going to take it. Dr. Manhattan gets his moment. What moment is that? Well, in two episodes, one episode ago, uh, she, you know, he's talking about how he's in love with her, and she's like, well, don't you ever have that moment where you know you're in love? And he's like, no, I always, I always just feel it. And then uh, we saw it later in that episode, we got the payoff, where he's like, this is the moment where I fell in love with you. But then, also, he lost that 10 years, and then in that one moment in the cage, he got all of those 10 years flooding back through his uh, memory, Yeah, and then he looks at her and says, I'm reliving all the moments from the past 10 years. And that was super sweet. I started crying. It was sweet. And she's like, oh, I remember that. It's very sad. Yeah. I thought that was a very... Nice moment. Yeah, you really haven't for a Damon Lindelof joint. Uh, we haven't really had a lot of emotional moments like leftovers and whatnot. Well, leftovers is a different story. I know, but I was I was you even lost. I mean, it was action, but it was still every episode had some poignant moment. But uh, I didn't cry nearly as much as I did in Leftovers. So <laughs> I cried a lot in Lost, Randy. Randy well, cries at everything in Lost. True. He's crying right now. <laughs> Don't even mention it. <laughs> uh, it was very sweet. I liked it. And Manhattan never has those payoffs. Because he's always super straight-laced. I did like how this, uh, this 
so him being destroyed in front of Angela while she's just staring at him is reminiscent of how he originally became Dr. Manhattan, where oh, yeah. what's-her-butt was staring at him through <laughs> while, uh, through the glass when he was being created. That, that Except was nice. that's not true, because she didn't stick around. Well, of course, I'm thinking of the movie. I don't know if she stayed for the comic. Do you know specifically if she stayed for the comic? I can't recall. I think that she saw that he was about to die and then ran off. I know that happened in the movie. I'm not sure about the uh, the comic. If y'all move on, I will look it up. Um, move on to what? I don't know. Whatever you have to tell us what to do. We don't know what to do. I guess, <laughs> I guess D, it would be your turn. Oh, okay. I don't even know where my comics are. Um... Oh, yeah, so Vite finally gets rescued, and I guess that's a interesting send-off that they gave him. Um, yeah. What do you mean? The Crookshank, the clones? Yeah, and you get get to find out a bit more about the clones, I guess, like, that he created them to be like that, and... I don't know if... I don't, so, okay, this is... Again, not a companion piece to the HBO podcast, but Damon Lindelof did say that, and I don't know that it made it through, but everything that happened on Europa was the play that Ozzy wrote. He scripted yeah. all of this, so they were just playing their roles. But I will say, you're right, the send-off was fantastic, mainly because, was I a worthy adversary? <laughs> no. Yeah, that was the best. <laughs> and then the additional fuck you is, he tells him, that was a good show, but after the dude's dead, yeah. like, God. Just, <laughs> and that's what killed him, too. Yeah. No. no. But that was another sweet moment, too. He no, took he, he took, took the time to, you know, hold him while he died and just kind of try to reassure him a little bit. But he asked just one too many questions. And he's like, no. He just kept talking. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't. But, you know, thanks for making it all right. Yeah. Homie. And I do have to say that uh, the outfit, Mike's outfit. Who's? Ozzy's outfit? Like yeah, his superhero outfit? Yeah. It, I, I guess it's like, when I watch movies like that, you don't realize how ridiculous some of these outfits are. And then when they're taken <laughs> kind of out of their context, like we saw it, they look pretty ridiculous. <laughs> well, I mean, you take a look at uh, Sister Night. She looks like a badass. Yeah, she looks cool. But you're looking at Ozzy's outfit from the 80s. It's like purple and gold. And, <laughs> and it hasn't changed at all. Yeah. So, it's yeah, it's going to look terrible. Yeah. We've made some advances in society. Yeah. Awesome, Especially in fashion. Yeah, awesome <laughs> costumes are, you know, an enhancement we made. And we're big purple <laughs> capes and gold and his little cute little headband. Was the last uh, Crookshanks the uh, original Crookshanks? The Game Warden? No, the the woman. Oh, I don't know. That oh, I don't think so. I, I thought mean, she was the prosecutor. She would have to be. Well, yeah, I guess that's not confirmed. We just kind of thought that the prosecutor girl was the one of the originals. Yeah, and I thought that prosecutor was the last one. She looked just like her. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It did. Uh, confirmed by the comic that uh, Dr. Manhattan's girlfriend did not stay for the, uh, I don't know what you call it, the frying. 
I don't know that I'd want to see that either, but... Well... Angela's very brave. I would hope you'd stick around. She... Did she stick... Did Angela... Didn't she look away? Oh, I don't know if she looked away, but at least she was no, there. she was there. She was present. I mean, she didn't have to stare <laughs> at it. That's all we want from our women, <laughs> is just to look at us when we die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're the one that caused it. The... So... Probably. Right, Your turn. You just described I murder. Just said mine. <laughs> Was I a worthy adversary? I'm going to say that on my deathbed. That'd be awesome. Please do. Make up weird things. Just like, why did you make me wear the mask? What What are you talking about? <laughs> He's having flashbacks. of What was that Always Sunny episode where it's like, no, that's just John Rambo's oh, life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the mountains of war. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a stupid local cop. I'm pretty sure that's John Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> Even Cricket called him out. Alright, D. I just said she mine. Just wait. What'd she say? Oh my god, the whole thing we just talked about. <laughs> the send off for Ozzy no. with uh, oh, yeah. all the clothes, though. Send off and fashion statement. Ooh. Ooh. Third time's a charm on fashion. You can tell how often I spell fashion. You know how to spell fascist. <laughs> 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 well you can't have fashion without fascist <laughs> alright you can't spell fashionista without fascist. that needs to be a t-shirt that should be a t-shirt oh. you might have some upset fashionistas <laughs> yes they would have to put down their starbucks for a minute And uh, how do you spell fashionista Imagine it's just fashion with I-S-T-A at the end. You're correct. And how you spell fascist? Uh, F-A. Is that right? Yep. So let's see if you cannot truly. Nope. Fashionista does not have a C. So you cannot spell. Makes it even better. The visual effect <laughs> is perfect for a shirt. That's true. We'll, we'll make it. Hey, I think that's our first t-shirt promise of this series. I don't think we've made Was any it? t-shirt promises. Oh, we've done it in oh, the past with other shows. Have. One I even went through with. I don't think I sold any. Rick riding on something? A potato? It was a Rick tater ship. That's oh, right. yes. <laughs> uh, that was good stuff, though. All right, Randy. Oh, nobody wanted a Rick tater ship shirt? I don't think so. It was a long time ago. I'd have to go back and look at the sales numbers. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I got one, damn it. I will go with... Are you looking at my notes? No, I'm trying to avoid looking at your notes. So I'm looking up at the sky. What if I made this word giant? You just look like there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I got a nosebleed. <laughs> I can't look down. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, you know what? Hmm. I'm going to go with... Uh, let's just go with the end. Okay, all right. The the dumb egg. <laughs> it wasn't dumb. <laughs> All right. I don't. It doesn't matter whether or not she got Manhattan's powers. No, not for, unless we're taught in season two, really. But it's dumb that she thinks she got the powers. It's <laughs> not dumb. It's not dumb. I talked about it last week. Like, it was, visually, they told us she doesn't get the powers. Visually, they told us, like, she swatted down the eggs. Uh-huh. She cr- killed the eggs. But there was one egg left <sighs> the one that he did not let break. And I guess it could be interesting that you have 
Angela, who was had some come to Jesus moments here, and she talked with Will, and Will told her like, "Hey, you know, you wear the mask because you're hurt and you're mad," and she's not wearing the mask, and it could. It, John Osterman didn't experience hardship in his life, really. He got to see a couple of people bang once when he was a kid. That's <laughs> extent, right? Whereas he, he did es- escape Nazi Germany as a child. Yeah, I didn't remember that. I thought he did. Oh, that, that's what he talked about. Oh wait, what was that Osmandius? No, that was that was Osterman, right? I think so. I guess yeah. I, I got confused all of a sudden. Yeah, they left. Yeah, you're right. Because then His he created, father, yeah, yeah. Um, but Angela's a deeply hurt person, so it could be interesting to see if she goes the same route where she just hates humanity at some point. But I don't think that she will, though. I think she's kind of <laughs> found her humanity through all this. You know, the very first scene I want to see from season two is just her falling into the water. <laughs> No, I just ate a room temperature egg. I, I, I kind of wanted to see her throw it up. <laughs> Ugh, that'd be so gross. That would have been hysterical. That would have been a perfect ending. <laughs> right as soon as she's about to sip, she goes, Bleh! and then just vomit hits the water, and then and she falls black. into the water. Yeah. <laughs> it's in my hair, and I can't swim. But does that go back to when Ozymandias says? Basically, like, if you're seeking this power, you shouldn't have this yeah. power. Yeah. I don't know if she's seeking it, though. She just wants to find out if she has it. I, but Angela wasn't seeking it. But then throw away the egg. She Well, but she figured it out, and... But I guess <laughs> by ingesting the egg, you are seeking it, technically. But she's also... in shock and she's dealing with the death of dr manhattan and she's gone through this big trauma uh she's not she doesn't have her head on straight at the moment so so let's give her the powers of a god (laughs) (laughs) i i don't know i don't see her taking advantage of it like lady true was going to not at this point. But Lady True not. wasn't going to take advantage of it. She, she said she was going to save the world. She uh, said she wasn't. But okay. eventually she, she seemed would've. to look crazy. Yeah, I don't know. But I I thought it was cool. I thought the egg thing was cool and I thought the pool was cool because he he when he was standing on the pool, remember I we pointed out last week that he said this will be significant to you later. As you're falling face first. Yes. (laughs) Hope you know how to swim. It is two days from now. You are falling flat, flat, flat. Belly flopping into the pool. (laughs) I appreciate the fact that she's at the deep end. She pulls up her pant legs a little bit. Yeah. Just in case. But she's going to go all the way in. She not float. It's all or nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of pointless. She doesn't know how much she's going to sink in. I mean, she she's she hasn't mastered walking on water, so she's just kind of like <laughs> knee deep in it. Like, yeah. kind of, all right, fine, I'll work on it. Nobody likes to have the end of your pant legs wet. That just feels weird. I would think she's also currently covered in uh, squid guts too, because she didn't get hit by them. But she, well, she was running through that crap, and it's bouncing all over her, or all, bouncing all over the ground. There's got to be some splashback that got up on her clothes. I'm sure she's sweaty and gross. Yeah, and, so I mean, she why just pull fought. Up the pant leg? And, 
For the I dramatic didn't notice it. I'm just effect, trusting that she did it. I will do the same thing. Really? I just want to be dramatic, even though I don't think anybody's watching. I'm going to be super dramatic and pull up my pant legs. <laughs> I'll do it right now. No, yeah. No, that's all right. I haven't shaved in a while. Ew. <laughs> or ever. <laughs> <laughs> My legs' hairs are braided. Even though there's nothing wrong with that. That's Women true. Women don't have to shave. I guess, yeah, you're right if they get lasered. <laughs> there's a whole movement now. Of not shaving at all? Yeah. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Do what you want to do. I will. I mean, there are strict HR policies at this studio. <laughs> that sound be like they might be hair. illegal. <laughs> uh, Why do you think I'm completely hairless? I'm like a dolphin. <laughs> uh, going back to uh, whether Angela would be a good god or not. Uh, right before she went out there, I really took note of what Will told her. And I wrote it down. He said... He was a good man. I'm sorry he's gone, but considering what he could do, he could have done more. It's true. Yeah. Dr. Manhattan was a big old piece of crap, really. Well, he could have he could have done what Lady True wanted to do. Could he, he just have? didn't care to. Yeah, he could have cured world hunger and Could he have? Why not? I guess world hunger, yes, but could he have gotten rid of the nukes? I would think so. Well, couldn't he? Just send them all to Gila Flats. But I mean, it's where he kinda, sent the cavalry guy. Oh. It's kind of like the whole, like taking down one terrorist. If you're going to take down one terrorist, there's still like a hundred more that are going to come up after him. Well, like if you get rid of nuclear bombs, <laughs> I think that's kind of a reset. But they can, right? But they can just rebuild them. But you see that coming a mile away, or at least he would. So he's just going to spend the rest of his time just like destroying every nuke that they try and build. I mean, it would probably take a couple years just to build a nuke. Well, and it also becomes the only... Uh, all right, to your point, yes, they could build more. Um, but as a god, if you can snap them away, then you're you're ruling by fear, right? You're like, hey, don't create any more nukes or else I'm going to fucking obliterate you. <laughs> it's like, uh, what if Superman were like that? Like, Superman is a god amongst men. He could... What if he were... Be- what if he tried to rule like that? What if he said, hey, you don't do war, otherwise I'll kill everybody? Like... But, I mean, it's also free choice, free will. And I'm not saying that it's okay that people choose to kill each other. And But it's free will. We were given free will for a choice. So should somebody really control that? Who gave you free will? Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why certain things are illegal. No, I understand that. There has to be rules that society go by. And I get that. But And we do out of fear of being thrown in prison and had terrible things done to you. That's why we don't commit crimes. That's true. Otherwise, you two would be dead right now. <laughs> <laughs> Glad that's the only thing stopping you. <laughs> oh, I forgot the purge starts in three hours. We need to wrap this up. Uh, because, yes, I will also kill both of you. And it's going to be like Angela Abar where I'm like tearing your fingers back. Breaking them one by one. Yeah, it's dark, right? Please. We all know that if anyone were to survive the purge, none of us would. That's true. I don't think anyone would. We would be dead immediately. I don't think anyone would care enough about us to kill us. Oh, that's a sad thought. Are we the villain in anyone's story? 
I don't think that was the adversary. (laughs) Oh, you didn't even make my radar. Oh, that hurts. That hurts worse than the purge. I was totally thinking about killing you. Uh, Thanks, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Let's see. What were we even talking about? (laughs) Uh, Randy had his point. Um, I would like to talk about... Let's get into a little Cyclops action here. Uh, Man, these guys are some racist dudes. Yeah. (laughs) And chicks. Yeah. I mean, I've never... I've you know I've been to some concerts that I've been super stoked and standing ovations and clapping, dude. These guys clap with some fervor. <laughs> I mean seriously, it's like hey, we will pure America, yeah, yeah. Like being at a Trump rally. It, it's like being at a Trump rally. I think. <laughs> well, it is really tough to be a white man in America. Yeah. <laughs> uh man, those yeah they were freaking racist. Yeah. Yeah. And man called angela a black bitch what do you, <laughs> yeah like, but yeah it was it was really aggressive because i guess he, a he's super racist and b he thinks he bet he's about to be imbued with the powers of a god so uh-huh. he's like, I'll say what I want. <laughs> i'm gonna be president i can say what i want and then we got another abrupt uh crawford lady thing where she cut off lady true she's like can you just get on with it <laughs> you're gonna kill us right because she had a long way to go, I think. Yeah. She was, was going to give a whole speech. Which basically was a, a, kind of a tyrannical thing to do, because that's what they do in uh, terrorist countries. Like, they just haul you in, have a kangaroo court fake trial, say you're guilty, and execute you. Yeah. And that's what she was doing. They deserved it, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying they didn't. I'm sad Will's letter didn't get to be read in its entirety. I just I did like it when she's like you're gonna kill us right and she's like oh yeah yes definitely yeah that's that's happening for sure I was glad I thought she might change her mind there at the end but I'm glad she killed him and then she brought out her little uh, trapdoor remote <laughs> and then dropped them all down into the dungeon yes that's exactly what happened so yeah I'm glad those guys are gone and they got the lamest secret sign too just put the hole on your forehead. The well, Cyclops thing. Yeah, but I think it's also meant to uh, mirror what's being done today. The white supremacist sign. Ah, uh, yeah. Is that what? People, like, I think, hold it like this. It's supposed to be like the alt-right thing. Oh, I didn't it's even know okay that. It's the OK sign that's upside down. So doing it like this to make it look like a Cyclops is still... Oh, I read it in Stevens Weekly uh ah. all right okay. newsletter. That would explain it. <laughs> he says for read some that. reason. <laughs> well, you are a white male. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh any while we're on newsletters and whatnot, uh any PDPedia information this week? I will get to that in my last point. Ooh, um, okay. Uh D. Um, let's see. What else? Um we haven't talked about the uh, squid sleet. <laughs> I called it the squid fall of all squid falls. Yeah. That, that was kind of cool. And it was kind of cool to see like Lady True pull her hand back and she had a oh. hole through it. I was like, ooh, Yeah, that was shit. pretty cool. That's some serious sleet. <laughs> <laughs> How did he freeze them so fast? But not if they're frozen. 
Well, then why not just drop ice cubes? We didn't have ice cubes. <laughs> yeah. Quick, quick grab the ice trays. <laughs> just throw it back. <laughs> paper <laughs> clips down. <laughs> Penny jar. Yeah, like. stapler. <laughs> I was saving this for a rainy day, but... <laughs> That's change falling. Oh, is that what that was? <laughs> I mean, if it if it did that to Lady True's hand, imagine all the cops and stuff. What they look like? Yeah, probably look like Swiss cheese. I gotta tell you, it looks like Red Scare got hit with like fifty of them. Yeah, and then just walked away from it. I mean, there had to have been some explanation, but you know, it is there more start- to Red Scare? Because I mean, he was clearly in the Squidfall. Uh, that jumped in the car. No, he was I, just out there hoofing it. I think the bulk, like, the primary focus was right above Lady True and that thing uh, with yeah. the atomic energy. So maybe, yeah, they were getting hit with errant ones. Not all of them were frozen. Yeah. I don't know. Drop the little ones in the back! This Ancha got real lucky that there is uh, something metal to use as a shield right there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> otherwise, she could have just stayed inside of the uh, yeah the Doctor Manhattan booth because it only lasted for like five ten minutes. Well, and I mean, it's quick thinking on Lori's part too. Was it beyond Bien? Beyond she was fine inside the telephone booth. Yeah, that is true. That so, poor little girl. How does how's she going to explain to people? Like, I'm not really an orphan. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm actually an adult in a kid's body. <laughs> then you're not getting all that she, all of her money. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> is that the last squid fall, or do you think they're still on the timer? Or Ooh. is it now constantly set to ice squid? <laughs> well, well, I okay. I, well, I yeah, I'm done. So, do you want to move on? Kind of. All right. So in PDpedia, this is not the part I really want to uh-huh. talk about, but it does mention that. Uh, Lori Blake is in a secure facility being debriefed because she discovered some very sensitive information. So because it was left, Ozzy tells us earlier that this is like, it's an automated process and it's completely random. I think it's still going until they stop it. So I think, I think the squids are still falling because they, let's be honest. He's right shit would hit the fan if the world figured out this was a giant murder plot. Yeah. So it sounds like this might just be something that the government knows. Well, they for sure know. Yeah. Because Redford knew. Yeah. Um, but to PDpedia. Lube Man! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What we is never got him. him. We, it's, it's highly... <clears throat> PDpedia this week is just one item and it is from the head of the Vigilante Task Force saying that PD Dale, Dale PD, sorry, has been fired. Oh, and people can. One of the things it says is like, "Hey, go into his office and take any of his crap off his desk that you want." Which one of the items he mentions is a very large can of what appears to be canola oil. Hmm. <laughs> and then at the end of it, he says, "This guy was obsessed with mass vigilantes. It wouldn't have surprised. It wouldn't surprise me if he becomes one or has been one this entire time." So, uh-huh. so you think PD's lube man? It's, I think it's pretty much a given at this point, but what a bizarre, <laughs> like, to not pay that off uh, is insane to me. That that moment is one of the most insane things to ever happen in a show that I can think of. That's pretty crazy. And there, well, yeah. <laughs> All right, well. Obsessed with canola oil. <laughs> 
And how do you pick that as your weapon? And how is that a weapon? It's not a weapon. It's used to get away. But what is he doing out there in the world when he's not escaping something? I feel like he's just kind of a detective. <laughs> like he's not actually. He's, he's like Jessica Jones. Yeah. But with lube. So the only thing he does <laughs> is detective work and escape when you're seen. And he uses the lube for escape. Where'd he go? He gave us the slip. <laughs> <laughs> and his face was fully covered, right? As Lube Man? Except yeah. for his lips. Remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. It was so weird. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is weird. Well, I, I'm Kinda now eat. curious if who the actor is that played Lube Man, if they ever named him. Are you looking up Lube Man? <laughs> yeah. We should always look up Lube Man. <laughs> Are those drawn-on <laughs> lips, or are those... Because he looks very pretty. He has nice big I lips. Can't, I can't wait for Halloween next year. <laughs> oh, will you please dress as Lube Man? And it kind of just looks like he's wearing like some Oakleys in some eye cut-out eye holes, too. Yeah, yeah. He's not wearing like like cool crime-fighting goggles. He's wearing sunglasses underneath his mask. <laughs> looks like a sex doll thing. Oh, well, definitely. Okay, well, oh. stay tuned for more Lube Man. I don't know. Brandy, will you please dress like that and then, like, <laughs> slip away places? <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just leave it a trail behind like a snail. <laughs> no, don't do that. Unless, I mean, if I have the party at my house, then definitely don't do it. But anywhere else is good. Oh, man. Just don't sit on anybody's couch. <laughs> this show would be a year old. By the time next Halloween comes around, if I dress as Lube Man, would anyone have any recollection? Because it was I a, would. It was a character in about a one-minute scene <laughs> in Watchmen. I would totally get it, but you would also just look like a silver sex doll. So <laughs> <laughs> That's my nickname. <laughs> Whose pet is this? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think anyone would get it if you dressed as that today. Let alone in a year. And just sure. me and Steven, we'd be really yeah. entertained. Because, I mean, I'm sure the viewership of the show is fairly low. I don't know if you have any statistics on that. Maybe okay. Petey does. I know that uh, they consider it a, a success. Well, but not good. enough to bring it back, right? Well, that's not their call. Who's HBO, call? right? Lindelof said on, on the HBO podcast... He he had two questions when he um when he came up with this, and one of them was like, "Why now?" and you know, "Why period?" and he he doesn't have the answers to those questions for season two. So he said, as of right now, he's not planning on oh, season two, and he has to answer those questions for before he's willing yeah, to do he's, it. He's not willing to just go in. He talks about it. he's not willing to go into it just because it was considered a success. He doesn't want to do a season two just for that reason. So if five years from now he decides, or I mean, I guess ultimately if I guess HBO wanted to give it to somebody else, Lindelof would probably still be an executive producer behind it, but they would, uh, they would be able to answer those or follow up. I'm convinced you could do, if you did a season two, you could do a season two, five years from after the events happened. Yeah. You could still, I mean, there's There's a lot lot of of, material there or tell it from, somebody else's point of view or even though i really do want to see what happens with angela but i'd like to see more of calvin and his blue dong too 
No. <laughs> All right, my turn. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm going to talk about Ozymandias and the newsstand guy. Okay. I really like this scene uh, where the newsstand guy thinks he looks a lot like Ozymandias. Yeah. He's like, I used to do birthday parties and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Everything seems so happy. I mean, he's like, well, enough to do birthday parties and shit. <laughs> but he's just kind of prodding this guy. He's like, what do you think happened to him? And he says, oh, some people said uh, he just walked in the jungle and never came back, living with the animals, some Tarzan shit. And then he gets all huffy. He's like, that's absurd. Oh, yeah, what do you think happened to him? He was stranded on the moon of Jupiter, quietly going insane. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> that makes more sense. Uh, I thought that was a great little scene. Because we got some... Uh, Good stuff from that newsstand guy in our previous episode, too. He was going back and forth with somebody. They were talking about Redford or something. Uh, But I really like this exchange. And that was a small one. So I'm going to give you one more as a bonus. Oh, boy. Senator Keene is ripped. (laughs) I don't think that's the story. (laughs) I did like his explanation for wearing underwear. I think his replica Manhattan Mantis. <laughs> I'd love to have a pair of those. Okay. Some high waisted right. Mantis. Next Halloween, Randy will be Lube Man. <laughs> you will wear the Mantis. I feel like I'm coming out ahead in this one. <laughs> uh, I will be Lori, but uh, like old day? Lori. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> I'll just wear a nice pantsuit. I don't think you're going to be able to find it. What, the mantis? Yeah. You can make them. Will you make me some mantis? Sure. I will definitely will you do make it. me some Dr. Manhattan mantis? It would totally be worth it. I'll even paint you blue. Let's get blue. <laughs> All right. I'll do it. I'll be in shape by then. Okay. Stay tuned for the check-in. This is going to be amazing. Not a- My favorite thing to come out of Senator Keene was uh, uh, it was on Twitter. I think it was Alan Seppenwall uh, because he played a character named Bob in uh, why am I why can't I, why am I thinking of the show Mad Men and one of the most Who, famous Senator Keene? Yeah. One of the most famous things is uh, one of the characters looks at him and goes not great Bob and so Alan Seppenwall tweeted out not great blob why do you say blob? Because Senator Keene turns into a blob at the end. Oh. Well, more of a river. And Which, that's a lot of stuff that came out of there. We did predict that, that was going to happen, didn't we? What? he just get blowed up? Yeah. He blew himself? Yeah. He did blow himself. Which is funny also because Lady True is the one that caused that. If she yeah. would if she would have just left him in there, Dr. Manhattan couldn't have transported the three to Ozzy's lair or home base or whatever. Because uh, he did it through the blood that came under the cage. I did like Angela pointing out. He's like, well, she's not here. She's like, no, she's on everything you have. Like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, a moron? We stole those. She let you. I did like that they thought that they actually stole those. and <laughs> I may be like, a, she could have figured it out. A simple racist country, man. Yeah. But. <laughs> I gotta tell you, uh, since we're all done kind of with our things, uh, extra stuff, I really liked how uh, Looking Glass threw up every time he was transported. It was, <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad for him. And Lori did call him Mirror Man. Yep. <laughs> While he was you Mirror the, Guy? 
looking glass. Like he, he knew he knew. He just wasn't gonna let her, let her get that last word. Looking glass. They just left her in the chair too. Like that was pretty funny. Transferred her, and then she's still in the chair. And then, of course, at the end, where they arrest Ozzy, and then he starts giving a little speech. And he just smacks him over the head with a crescent yeah. wrench. He talks too much. Yeah. And then she says, he sure fucking does. It's like, yeah. She unnecessarily cusses right there. I like it. I like Lori. Yeah, she's cool. I would, you know, if, if they do, somebody does create a season two, Looking Glass has to be in it. Yeah. He's just too good of a I character. I liked him. Looking Glass. Yeah, so I wonder what happens in the... I mean, what happens with Ozzy now? Do they take him and reveal the big plan? Because that, you know, messes everything up. Or does the government say, no, we can't do that? I mean, in the show, the intention appears to be, yes, Laurie wants to tell the world. Yeah. As does uh, Looking Glass. But in the PDPedia, when she's being held in a classified facility for debriefing, it makes me think that maybe not. Maybe the government stops it uh-huh. i don't know i could see it i would think they would i mean yeah they could do all sorts of things like i mean i mean it's easy to paint looking glass like a an insane human being obsessed with conspiracies <laughs> maybe not Lori. it kind of be like uh rorschach i mean he's the rorschach of the show i think um he's just kind of a crazy lunatic that no one believes if he were to go off being like, no, we caught Osmandius. He was on Europa. <laughs> like, wow, he's crazier than Rorschach was. Manhattan used blood to tell Portish. <laughs> I'm sorry, what, sir? Uh, what else was there? The Angela's son finds out that she's oh, yeah. a police officer or superhero sister knight yeah i mean because i'm sure everybody knows who those characters are in that world right so oh there goes sister knight because i mean she's got that badass monte carlo that she drives i'm sure everybody knows red scare pirate jenny uh looking glass they probably have action figures of those characters in that world that would be cool so to find out your mom is sister knight yeah that's pretty cool and now possibly dr manhattan oh sister manhattan if you believe the magic egg. They are the Eggmen. And the, and the walrus. walrus. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Y'all are so in sync today. It's so uh, sweet. Well, we've been holding hands this whole time. Oh. What is it? Isn't it uh, Krang and Kodos? Yeah. <laughs> That's how they <laughs> transfer their energy. Uh, Who was he holding hands with? Was it Bob Dole and Bill Clinton? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did appreciate the scene, the uh, Angela and Will scene, talking everything's out, and yeah, everything out, and yeah, it was, that was that was very nice, and there were some emotional beats, but yeah, yeah this is, you know, all in all, I would say it was a satisfactory season. Agreed, sir. Although we could have used more lube, man. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Who can't use more lube, man? Oh, in the PDPedia files real quick. Uh-huh. It does talk about how uh, PD's electronic correspondence back and forth with the Bureau was unprofessional. 
considering that he included the the uh, uh, schematics for <laughs> Blue Dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! All right, let's rate this sucker. D. Uh, I'm gonna give it a five. Randy. Four five. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna go five as well. Randy hated it. We just yeah. couldn't agree. <laughs> Did we give the uh, first episode a five? No, it was I, close. Uh, I gave the premiere five. I can't find four. There it is. Okay, and uh, last week I gave a five. Yeah. We all gave it a five last week. Yep. And then we all high-fived. We did. And we five-fived. Yes. All right. Most watchable moment. And then after this, we will do the most watchable moment ever. I gotta mumble my way through that one. Mumble from mumble. All right, D. Make uh, it good. I'm gonna go with Lady True killing all the racists. Ah. If there's one thing I cannot spell this season, it's Lady True. I mean, Lady, I got fine. Oh, well, good. I'm glad. <laughs> but True, I'm spelling different ways That's every cool. single time. We'll know what you mean. All right, Randy. Um, I'll go with uh, Cal Hatton dying and flashing through all those scenes and just the the emotional impact of Damn you. that. <laughs> Sorry. Don't oh. let me go second. <laughs> <laughs> Going through emotions. Yes. It's just emotions. Well, I'm going to go with Dr. Manhattan dying and going through all the emotions. <laughs> well, I can't vote for my own. <laughs> Uh, no, I guess I'll pick something else. I'm not prepared for it, though. So you can do Senator Keen turn into goo. Mm-hmm. Oh. Do shrimp fall. Uh, sperm. <laughs> shrimp fest came early! <laughs> <laughs> Running around with a boiling pot, just catching them. Nice. Like it. Why would it need to be boiling? Well, well you gotta shrimp- cook them. Yeah. Just eat it immediately? That just seems like a hazard. Boil it for a little bit. <laughs> he said shrimp, not squid. Dang it. Uh, man, I don't even know. I don't even want to do it this week. Okay. Well, then I guess I vote for Randy. Oh. <laughs> no, I guess I'll do... Oh, uh, you know what? I'll go with... Uh, Manties. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. I might as well, because I'm not winning this week. Yes, I will go with Senator Keene's Manties. <laughs> Whoop, can't spell Senator. I mean, there is a squid fall. Yeah, but I'm not that into it. You're not into the squid fall? But the mantis I'm into. I think the egg thing was kind of cool, even though Randy thought it was dumb. All right, D, <laughs> vote. Uh, I'm going to go with... Mantis. Uh, Man. With Manhattan dying. Ah! Cal Manhattan. I'm seriously going with mantis. Well, I, mean, I, was, <laughs> I prefer that over the, uh, the other. And Randy wins by stealing my idea. Are you saying that you didn't like seeing racists dying? <laughs> Ooh. I didn't see enough gore from racist dying. I mm. prefer to be, be to be very graphic, like all the blood spilling out, like it did with the uh, what's his face. Yeah, yeah. A river of blood. I wonder what all those clones are doing now that they have. Uh, I think they eventually just kill each other off. I don't just, know, I wonder, like on accident. What if it's like Simpsons where 
you know they slowly build up or not slowly fast build up and they build ships and they end up taking over earth could be i mean but they will get more intelligent season two picks up like five years later they show us the moon and they show us europa and it's just a nuclear wasteland (laughs) they they progressed quickly and immediately went to nuclear war i can see it happen let's write that fan fiction okay all right so what we're gonna do now we're all gonna clear our throats (coughs) red leather yellow leather Round and round the rugged rock. And we're going to go through our past. The arsonist said, Go through our past? Oh, no. (laughs) And our present and our futures, just like Manhattan. All right. And we're. And we're going to talk about the greatest moments of every week and pick the winner. All right. So, week one, D1 with Moo Moo Shootout. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Week two, I won with American Hero Story. Next week, Randy won with Giant Blue Vibrator. <laughs> the next week, Randy won again with Lube Man. Next week, Randy won again with Squid Event. The hell was that? Oh, we got the New York shot. Yeah. Uh, the next week, I won with Reinvented Grocery Store Scene. After that, Randy won again with Angela Murdering Husband. And then I won with The Incident. And this week, Randy won with Cal dying and going three motions. Uh, I'm going to call bullshit that I've only won one of these. You know what that tells me is you get to go first in all of these. And yeah. Means you chose poorly. Every time. No. <laughs> Mine were pretty good. Clearly. I chose <laughs> We I chose just like the word moo so we voted for that week one. Yeah, you had a good name for it. I think you guys are a couple of racists. That's what it is. Oh. And you're sexist. There you go. That's what it is. All right, so uh, what do we do? Vote top three here and then kind of see oh, what's God. what? I don't even remember what half of these are. Well, Moo Moo Shootout is the shootout at the I, beginning. I know that <laughs> one. With the Moo Moo's. American Horror Story, Hero Story is the Red, uh, red Hood, uh, the Hooded Justice fictionalized version of that grocery store fight. Um, the uh, uber violent with the uh, cash register smashing. Yeah. Giant Blue Vibrator speaks for itself. Oh, I remember that. Blue Man speaks for itself. Squid event we just went over was the uh, the reveal of the New York squid. Uh, reinvented grocery store scene is the actual original, uh, right, where Will uh-huh. went in there and killed a few people and came out the back. Yeah. Angela murdering husband, self-explanatory. The incident? That was Angela oh. going back in time through Dr. Manhattan to start Will on the journey of killing Judd. Yes. And then we just went through Caldine. All right. D, top three. Shit. That is not one. <laughs> you are disqualified. Like one. One thing. best to three worst. So go from best to. Well, not worst, but top three. One being the highest. Uh, and everybody have yours in mind. Uh, I'm going to go with. Cal dying to uh, (laughs) you're not going to get Moo Moo Shootout to win I'm not even thinking of that one Um, the grocery store store scene which one which one the reinvented one okay um and Lube Man alright Randy Lube Man (laughs) 1 Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> the incident two, 
And I will go with Angela murdering husband as three. Mm. Ah, and I'm going to go with American Hero Story, the fictionalized version. Um, Cal dying, going through emotions, and ooh, I didn't think of my third one, but I'm going to go. In, no, I did. Incident. Oh boy! Now, Randy, mm. what does that mean? Nothing. <laughs> well, there was none of them were, that were on all three of ours. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Um, incident appeared on two. Cal dying appeared on two. And Luban appeared on two. <laughs> no, Luban only appeared on one. No, oh, I said oh, Luban. Luban did appear in two. But yep. your Luban was one. Yeah, her Luban was three. My incident was three. You're in. I didn't do incident. Oh, you didn't? Nope. Never mind. Oh, then that wasn't on. So incident's out. Cal dying was. Mine was a two. Mine was a one. God damn it. I think that might win. Lube man. <laughs> and Cal dying and going through emotions is the moment of the season. Winner, winner. Hey, Franny, that's your choice. There you go. No. Way to go. My choice was Lube man. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tainted victory. Taint. <laughs> Taint. <laughs> All right. So that's it. Uh, before we get into the check-in, I want to remind everybody... Uh, to subscribe to this podcast so when we do something else uh, you'll get it. Could be Watchmen movie, could be Watchmen comics Uh, could be, who knows just coming in and talking about watches. Watches. Yeah. (laughs) Or Europa. The history of Europa. Ooh. Or maybe just some fan fiction of what's going on with the clones. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Or if you want to subscribe to the Dweeb the People main podcast you'll get this podcast and many Many more. All this excellent of quality, like you have heard. And that web of words. Yes. That she just threw at you. Yes. It's beautiful. It's like a poem. <laughs> like a poem. All right, Dee, uh, let's check in. What have you been working on? This um, is the last thing people are going to hear. Oh, okay. Well. Ever. Mm, <laughs> oh, God. Um, I watched the, was it, third season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. Still very good. I like it. That's really about it. I do have to say, not enough Zachary Levi in this one. How much Tony Shalhoub do you get? The father. Um, Lots of him. Okay, that's good. Yeah. He's funny. They were actually quite hilarious in this season. All right. What else? That's really about it. There was only like eight or nine episodes. So, yeah. But I I like uh, Palladino. It's a husband and wife. They also did Gilmore Girls. And I think they had something to do with parenthood as well. Um, But they used some of the characters from the Gilmore Girls. Well, not characters. Some of the actors. Actresses. Just the women? Yeah. Talk about sexist. Well, that's why it's tough to be a man in this world. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to try to capture uh, Dr. Manhattan? No. Fix things? Oh. I'm going to wear mantis, though. <laughs> High waisted mantis. Pointy. Oh, I remember seeing those things pointing out of his yeah. pants. And I was like, what's going on there? <laughs> He's not wearing Dr. Manhattan mantis, is he? <laughs> There's no way. Oh! <laughs> uh, uh, Randy, what's going on with you? So, there was a movie released on Netflix. Uh, by a very famous director, has a very no- famous notable actors in it. 
little movie called Six Underground. Ooh, I've been seeing that pop up. By Michael Bay, starring Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> Dave Franco, the guy that played Dr. Dre and Straight Outta Compton. I, there's lots of people in it. Listen, I love crazy action movies. <laughs> and movies like Bad Boys 2 from Michael Bay are insane. Uh-huh. When he had the gloves taken off and was given free reign on Netflix, <laughs> he provided one of the most insane, incoherent movies <laughs> I have ever seen, and I loved every second of it. It is absolutely... Because you have Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I like, like that. He's just Deadpool without a mask okay. at this point. Yeah. And just some of the craziest action. Some of the Michael Bay is known for just... It's amazing to me that Michael Bay had free reign on Netflix and didn't have nudity in it. Because the dude, just, <laughs> women left and right in lingerie, just, oh my god. I, just the first 17 minutes are an incredible car chase that makes no sense. It doesn't pay attention. It's, it's, it's Fast and Furious, Furious if Fast and Furious did meth and coke. Oh, interesting. It's incredible. Okay, might have to check that out. All right, I think I will watch that. It's recommended. It is highly recommended. <laughs> I actually made a point Friday morning, <clears throat> got set up, and I just turned on Netflix, typed in Six Underground. I was like, "Here we go, let's do this." Because I was looking, for- <laughs> I was looking forward to what this was going to let's be. Let's do this, and it was it, it exceeded every expectation I had. Well, that's good. Did you take off work to watch it? I may have. <laughs> Uh, remotely (laughs) it's the beauty of working from home remotely yeah (laughs) uh what else um i I mean trying to think really that's it uh series finale of mr robot is this sunday oh excited I am. It's uh, it's two episodes back to back, and uh, this season's been out of this world and phenomenal. Last episode ended insanely, so it makes you see where they end up. Well, I hope there are mantis. Man, so many mantis. There should be mantis in every show. <laughs> High waisted. Yes. Spanx esque, if you oh, will. Oh yeah. It's like nineteen eighties. How do they stay up? Bathing like that? suit. It's obviously rigid. He can't sit down normally. Like he, he's got to stand up the whole time. It's going to show butt crack if he sits down. Well, the back seemed like just normal tidy whitey type yeah. underwear. It was the front it's half. The, it's the sides that I would think like would droop down like a dog's ears because they're all pointy up, or it'd stab you incredibly if they're rigid. And you would think he, if he's expecting to be able to be giant, do you think he built those mantis to be able to stretch out like Doctor Man? You could. If you can make nuclear missiles disappear, you can make your mantis expand with you. <laughs> my one power I don't have is to make my mantis as big as I am. Maybe that's why Dr. Manhattan walked around naked so much. Maybe. It's like, screw it, I'm tired of tearing all, this man- all these mantis up. It's so expensive. All right, what else? That's it. All right. Uh, I got just one thing. I'm still tearing through the boys. Wait. Tearing through the boys. <laughs> tearing through the boys. I can't spell tearing either. There we go. Uh, 
In fact, I'm not going to say tearing through the boys because that's a little strange. Really I'm just going to say continuing to read <laughs> <laughs> the boys comic book. Continuing to tear through the boys. That <laughs> <laughs> just, just sounds terrible. Uh, so yeah, uh, you know, it is what it is. Dudes killing dudes. Okay. Not the best comic in the world, but eh, it's a fun read. Can stick it, with it. It feels like like twenty year olds who wrote a comic book who who never had sex before in their lives, <laughs> but sure want to write about it, and it doesn't make sense at all. It's like, no, I don't think things work like like that. And kind of the, like being a tough guy too. So. And that's it from me. Well, there we go. That ends uh, an amazing roller coaster ride that is called Watchmen, season one, episode one through ten, or or nine. I would say that was that was uh, was that more well received than our we had for our first season of Preacher. I know we were pretty much behind Preacher from season one but i don't know that we thought that highly of it probably not i don't really remember so long ago i don't remember what happened to me yesterday so well that's because you are incredibly drunk all the time Mm, that's true i will say if you listen to the hbo podcast damon lindelof reveals how lost and a part of uh, a moment in this show were inspired by the events of the movie saw two (laughs) really yes i started the podcast today but i did not finish it it's good would have liked a little more but it's fine the uh during that podcast there was a really cool line that the uh the podcast guy the host yeah the host said and i i don't really like him too much because i think he kind of talks over damon a little uh, much but he goes they were talking about how he loved Watchmen so much as a kid and he told him that he you know experienced Watchmen and then he went off to create his own life just like uh Dr. Manhattan did equating Damon Lindelof to Dr. Manhattan it was nice I cried oh Randy's crying right now you mentioned lost <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh it was fun this ride with you and uh we will ride you later oh I had another date Oh, yeah. Follow, you can follow us on social media. That's where we post stuff. Social me. Sm- social me. <laughs> Except for me. Don't try and follow me. Well, from Dweeb the People, they will, uh, you know, communicate official things. I did I did post about Wonder Woman. Yeah. Hey. Great. Looks amazing. 1984. Mm. You mean the Thor Ragnarok poster they put out with, with her on it? <laughs> I should, I will say I haven't seen the trailer, so I can't check it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm yes. gonna watch it because yeah, it's one. I'm gonna watch it too. So uh, yeah, like we said, subscribe, uh, and we'll see y'all next time we do something. Until then, I'm Steven I'm Randy. I'm D. The end of Rise of, Sky- Rise of Skywalker. At the very end. <laughs> <laughs>
Welcome to Two Watchmen and a Lady, a Watchmen Shit. podcast by DweebThePeople.com. I'm Steven. I'm Randy. I'm Dee. And today we're talking about Watchmen, Season 1, Episode 9, See How They Fly. So, just go ahead and get it over with. I don't understand where we are. And now it's time to Dweeb the People. <laughs> we ad-lib that from now on. Oh. Alright, now I, Dee I gets I was looking turn. for something to read. <laughs> Welcome to Two Watchmen, a Lady, a Watchmen podcast by DweebThePeople.com. I'm Steven. I'm Randy. Uh, I'm Dee. Ta- you got screwed up on that? <laughs> that, that? That was a given. You should know what you're supposed to say there. I was trying to think. Welcome to Two Watchmen, a Lady, a Watchmen podcast by DweebThePeople.com. I'm Randy. I'm Steven. I'm my Impressive. Self. <laughs> I thought I was going to screw you up with that. <laughs> All right, Dee, you go first this time. Welcome to Two Watchmen and a Lady, a Watchmen podcast by DweebThePeople.com. I'm Steven. I'm Randy. I'm Dee. And today... Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, welcome to Two Watchmen and a Lady, a Watchmen podcast by DweebThePeople.com. I'm Steven. I'm Randy. I'm Dee. And today we're talking about Watchmen, Season 1, Episode 9, See How They Fly. So don't forget to hide the sperm. <laughs> God damn <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mention sperm in mine. <laughs> Sperm's always going to make That's me laugh. My first note. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Two Watchmen and a Lady, a Watchmen podcast by DweebThePeople.com. I'm Stephen. I'm Randy. I'm Dee. And today we're talking about Watchmen, season one, episode nine. See how they fly. Oh, it was me first. <laughs> so don't forget to steal the sperm. It's going well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not good at ad living. All right, Randy goes first. <laughs> Welcome to Two Watchmen and a Lady, a Watchmen podcast by DweebThePeople.com. I'm Steven. I'm Randy. I'm Dee. And today we're talking about Watchmen, season one, episode nine, See How They Fly. Turns out, Blue Dong's still hot. And don't forget to kill all the racists. And now it's time to Dweeb the People. Hey, there you go. <laughs> God, what a... <laughs> what a demolition derby that was. <laughs> That's only three and a half minutes in. Oh, good. We're doing well. 